SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Faith and Hope with Sweet Tea and Sass, encouraging couples to reconnect with God and with each other so they can live their happily ever after, too. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sweet Tea and Sass. We are here again, continuing our story of our beginnings of our marriage and our life together as a couple and our life together with God in the midst of it. And hopefully you guys are learning some lessons from the lessons we learned the hard way. If nothing else, you're getting a good laugh out of it. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but anyway, this week's Bible verse that we're going to be talking about and trying to show you how it has worked in our life is from Ephesians. It's 5, chapter 21. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So if you love Christ as yourself and have a relationship with Christ, then that relationship with Christ should also be the same relationship that you would have with your spouse or be hoping to have with your spouse. It should be. Doesn't always work that way. At least that's what we learned in um, in our premarital counseling, the you know whole three days that we yeah. did of premarital <laughs> counseling. You know, you should love him like you love yourself or you should, you know, I, I remember when we went for premarital counseling and we were talking about our wedding vows. And the pastor said that he wanted was gonna uh, he wanted to use the ones that had obey, and I was like, uh, no, I don't obey. Uh, that's not that's not all right. I'm not doing obey. And he said, well, I tell you what, you only have to obey him if he loves you and treats you like Christ treated the church, which means he's willing to die for you. I was like. Okay, if he's willing to die for me, then I'll obey. <laughs> and, you know, he really hasn't ever demanded that I obey him. No. It probably wouldn't work out very well if he did demand it anyway. No. Yeah. No. I'll do anything in the world for anybody if you ask me nicely. And I will, too, for the most part. Oh, absolutely. You will. You do more things for people than I do. If, if even if they don't ask you, you're much more willing to be nice and help people more so than I am. Okay. <laughs> yes, trust me, you are. I'm I'm sitting back. Uh, well, maybe you're more willing to do it without grumbling to yourself. Maybe that's what I think. I don't grumble to myself. I don't grumble. Well, I do grumble out loud a lot. Uh, yeah, I, it's like, what did you say? Yeah. I say nothing to you. No. <laughs> no, that's more me. So this week's lesson is learning to live together. And those first. Yeah, those first. Maybe year, that first year. The first year of our marriage was very. Yeah. Was very difficult. We had we had a lot of baggage that we brought into this marriage that we were. Didn't really know we were bringing into a marriage. Well, I, you know, I knew, I mean, I've always made the joke 
since we started moving anyway, and I, I would have made it before if we'd have, if it had been appropriate, but I've always said, you know, we had to hire a U-Haul to carry all our stuff, our household stuff, and a second U-Haul for all my baggage, because I had so much stuff from my childhood, all the trauma and all of that mess. I've always said I needed a second U-Haul for my baggage, but I dumped it all in Michigan when I went through my mid, my, well, I hope, wasn't my, I hope it wasn't my midlife crisis. That means I'm about to die because I was in my thirties. That well, means no. I'm getting close to death. I don't want no. to die this young. You're not, you're not going to die anytime no. soon. Mm -mm, no, I'm not planning on it. So, you know, I got two grandbabies right now and I'm going to have more and I got to watch them grow up and I got to dance at their wedding. So, yep. Because I am a dancing Christian. So, so again, <laughs> learning to live together is. Um, it was, it was, it was rocky. And I just really don't know that there's any way around that. No. When you start living with another person and you're, you're learning their habits and they're learning your habits and you're trying to cohabitate and put all of your stuff together. But even with that. Not knowing who you are as a person yourself yeah. is a big part of learning to live with somebody else. Yeah, we you were. don't. We thought we knew who we were. We were so young. I mean, you turned 22 just days after we got married. Yeah, just I mean, a you week turned, or so. You turned 19 two weeks later. Yeah, and, and you forgot my birthday. Yeah, only yeah. one time. He would never forgot it again. Just that one time, and he was done. It's never been forgotten again. But it's uh. <laughs> That, that again is learning to live with somebody. <laughs> you learn what's important to them. Yep. And you make sure you pay attention to what's important to them. Yep. And you need to learn to read the person you're living with. Yeah. Not yeah. only not only in what they say, but their facial expressions, their body expressions, their um since when did you start learning to read facial expressions and body expressions? Because I've been trying to tell you that for years. People say 95% of what they say is not in words. It's all in your body language. It's all in your body language, your facial expression, your eyes. It's not in the words that you say. So it's all about paying attention. Yep. And the quicker you can learn to pay attention to your spouse. And I said spouse, not and significant other. Nope, spouse. Um, the sooner you can learn to pay attention to their moods, their habits, and their their facial expressions, and even the even the undertones and how they speak, um, basically learn to read between the lines. Right, what they're saying without saying it is is will make it a whole lot easier in how you grow together as a couple. Yes, and every couple has these growing pains, and even. Even if you've been dating for two, three, four years, five years, six years, ten years, we know a couple of people that a couple of couples that dated for five years and then moved in together. Which we don't advise. No, we don't advise. That's, that's but even not what even, this Bible says about it. It doesn't say even, move in together. Even then, when they finally got married, there were still things that they were learning about each other. There's still things we're learning about each that's other. That's true. Thirty-eight years. That's true. And I, I think that's because we we are always changing and evolving. And as we grow and we learn, we change things and we think different things and we realize and, and, you know, and especially if we come from a traumatic background or traumatic childhood. And, you know, for me, I had a very traumatic childhood. Arnold had 
a traumatic childhood as well in a in a different way, but yep. yet still traumatic. And so we brought all of that with us, not really knowing that we did. I mean, I knew I brought a lot of that. I knew I had that, but I somehow thought by leaving that house and getting married that that was all going to stay behind, that I wasn't bringing, I wasn't going to bring all that with me, that I was escaping it. And I'm you, not, can't, you can't get rid of those memories. No, you can't. You can't, you can't get rid of the trauma. You know, um, Joyce Meyer says the only way out is through. And that's true. The only way to get out of, of that is to go through it in counseling and coaching. And, and even if you're going through it, you're working through it with God. If you're, you know, just you've got to go back through it. One of the best ways that for me, oh, excuse uh, me. bless you. All the lights. Not what if yeah, you think you're in the sun? It's not sunny in Texas today. But one of the best ways I have found, and and I coach a lot of women and I work with a lot of women, and we work on storytelling, is what I do. I work with them on telling their story from stage in books and chapters and anthologies that I do and writing those things, writing those stories, writing those things down is one of the best ways to deal with that stuff. And I know when your parents passed away this last year or year before last, and you were going through a lot of that emotional grief and dealing with a lot of the things that yep. you had not dealt with. That's one of the things I told you is maybe try to journal. And that seems to have helped you a lot yep. is the journaling. And so there, there are ways that you can learn to live with each other. And if journaling is a way to do it, you know, do that. And that is something for you personally. That's not something that your spouse needs to go snooping in unless mm -hmm. you unless you want to share it with them. Nope. That's that's just something between you and God and you and your book. I have never touched his journal. I don't nor, want to. Nor do I his. nor do I touch hers. That's that's something between her and God and and that book. And if that's if she wants to share it with me, she will. Now I've written a book about my first 30 years and the process that I went through healing that that trauma from my childhood and the chronic illness that that and you know a lot of people don't know that when you go through a lot of trauma it's called adverse childhood experiences aces you can look it up online a c e and then little s and you go through those those traumas as a child when you when you get into adulthood and older it could surface as illnesses, diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, chronic illness, like the chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, um, so many illnesses that you don't even realize. And, and you, and that's what happened to me in my thirties, I became severely ill with bronchitis and asthma and just uncontrolled. I was on antibiotics constantly. Well, even after, even after we just got married, you, you're you had you know had a blood clot and i was had, crazy and i was had crazy all kinds of other will health issues that were going on that we just thought it was it was normal life but now that we're older we realized that a lot of the childhood trauma time. was rearing its ugly head through through your bronchial um tubes and that kind of stuff right but this is all this is all the kind of stuff that you that you have to learn to deal with together right you have to learn to figure out how to work through this kind of stuff together it's 
And as long as you can keep God in the middle of what's going on and the and the the turmoil that you have in your life, that seems like turmoil at the time, but it's all just it was temporary. Turmoil. You know, and and things I didn't realize about myself is that I had some severe abandonment issues from my father not ever being involved, my biological father not ever being in my life, not ever being involved in my life, and my stepdad being completely emotionally disconnected and um, being abusive verbally and emotionally and physically. Um, I had these, and then my grandfather, who was, I was very attached to apparently as a child, according to what my grandmother said, um, he passed away when I was five, just over five. And I mean, at five, you can't understand that somebody passed away. You just know they're gone. So to me, these three men that were in my life that could have, that were in a position of being a, a role, male role model that I could have, um, that I could have leaned on as a father abandoned me in the way that I processed it as a child and it, and, and as an adult. So when we got married, he had to go to a school for his work in Texas. Down in San Antonio. Yeah. And when he came home and told me he had to go, I just flew off the handle she in a rage. I, and I didn't even know why. I couldn't even at the time identify it. I completely freaked out, literally threw a drawer of silverware at him because he had to go to this class in San Antonio for a week. And I was going to have to stay there by myself. And I didn't even, I at the time, I could not tell you why. But as I've grown, as I've gone through counseling, as I've studied psychology myself, as I've read books by other people and written my own books and studied adverse childhood experiences, I realize now that that was an abandonment issue, that all the men in my life, I felt had abandoned me. And so when he was going to have to go away, I felt he was going to abandon me too. That was abandonment to me. And I reacted at, in anger because I was afraid of being abandoned. I was terrified. And I was literally, for the first 20 years of our life, of our married life, every time he had to go away, even in the military. It, it lasted until I retired. No, it didn't. I was better. I I actually, to tell you the truth, towards the towards the end of his career, well, really, once I got past that 18 years, I sometimes I kind of enjoyed you being gone. <laughs> well, that's not the show you put on, but anyway. He would he would go TDY for a couple of weeks, and the kids and I would eat things that he didn't like, like Hamburger Helper. He hates Hamburger Helper. Yuck. He doesn't even want it in the house because it reminds him of bad childhood memories. So he said, please don't have that in the house. It re reminds me of bad childhood memories. So the kids and I would get that and we'd get movies and we would, you know, pile up on the bed and blankets and watch movies and fall asleep because he never wanted the kids to sleep in our bed. So when they, when he was gone, we'd all pile up in the bed, sleep in the bed, in our bed, in our big king size bed together. And we do things that we couldn't do when he was there. So sometimes we, we kind of had, we'd have a good time and it was kind of fun time when dad was TDY because I felt like. I needed to make it fun for them. Like it wasn't 
so they wouldn't have that separation anxiety. Yeah. They could look at it as, oh, we're going to get to have a party or we're going to get to have a vacation. It's not all, you know, stress and sadness. Right. You know, and so I tried to make it different and more fun for them. So it was sometimes it was kind of fun because we were going to not because you were going to be gone, but because of the, the stuff we were going to get to right. do. But, you know, you don't even some of those things you don't even realize. And I've talked to a, a lot of a lot of the women's groups that I talked to when I talked to them and I tell them I felt like I was a volcano. One minute I was dormant and everything was fine and I was going through life. And the next minute I was erupting hot lava on everybody in my path. And I didn't even know why. And until I went to counseling and I started working through those things in counseling, did I realize why? Yeah. We're not saying everybody like needs to go to counseling. No. And and sometimes you might need to get the coach. Sometimes you need to get a and friend or, or somebody that you can really trust not to go talk behind your back. Sometimes because even just a pastor will work. Sometimes you can go talk to your pastor, but pastors are so overworked right yeah. now. But you can get into a coaching like the coaching we do and, you know, into marriage coaching. Or we also have a program that we offer called YADA, Y-A-D-A. And it's an assessment where you can go in just as an individual and you can take that assessment and then you can come and talk to one of us or both of us. Say you want to work on your marriage, but your spouse doesn't. Well, then we can offer you a yada, say a wife wants to work on her marriage, but the husband doesn't. Then we, I can offer you a yada and you can go and you can take the yada. It's $20. And then, then you can meet with me as a coach. And depending on how much time you want to meet, we can de determine the cost of the coaching, but we can go over that yada and you're, and, and we can work on you so that when your husband does decide that he wants to work on the relationship, then you've gotten to know yourself better. Yes. You've grown as a person and you're more ready to work on the marriage with him or vice versa. Or if you're just a single person and you want to work on yourself, you want to be more prepared when you meet Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright. You can do that. You know, or you're, if you're divorced and you're thinking about getting remarried before you meet somebody, maybe you want to go through and you want to maybe solve some of those things that caused the, the, the divorce, the previous divorce, so that, that you don't go through that again. That's a great tool that we can use in coaching and, and men can go through and do the coaching with Arnold or women can come and do the coaching with me. And so that you don't, you know, you don't have to do that and be uncomfortable. You don't have to work with both of us. Right. We There's, work with couples, but you know, you can do individual coaching with us as well. And that's a really great tool that you can use. And I wish, you know, we do this. This is not about get rich quick or get rich at all or get, you know, Oh, this is this is about saving people's marriages. This is about saving marriages. This is about helping people get through the stuff. And and really, and the, the same reason we do this podcast is trying to save you from the landmines that we hit. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I feel like we we do have um, you know four prosthetic legs because we hit a lot of landmines, and that's okay, you know. We can get through life just fine with four, four prosthetic legs. It's yep. not ideal. I would love it if we had not had to to do we not had not had to go through that. 
And if we can save you from having to go through some or all of it, that is awesome. But in also, this is our biz ministry. That is a word that I have coined myself. And it is our business and our ministry. So we do have to pay electric bills and put a roof over our head and those kind of things. And we do have to feed his podcasts. So, you know, it is a business as well. So, you know, but we we won't ever turn anybody away because of money. That's yeah, not the, we'll, that's not we'll the figure goal. Out, we'll, we'll figure, figure out, it out. We'll figure out a way to work. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, that's, you know, that's just one of the stories we had. We had one, we were TDY together and you and I got into a big argument. I don't even remember what the argument was. And we, in Grand Rapids, um, North Dakota, and we both went out the door and we both went for a walk on the same base and we never even saw each other. Yeah. And then we came back and worked Left the kids in the room and. We went separate ways. Of course, we say kids. Our girls were preteens. They were old enough to babysit. You know, they were babysitting qualified. So it's not like we left toddlers in there by themselves. Although we probably would have done that too. No, I would have stayed there with the kids and and gone to the bedroom and worked it out where I was there with them. But that, that argument was so bad. Our son, who was the youngest of the three, asked his sisters if we were going to get a divorce. And that is a word that we never use or say. Mm-hmm. That was another agreement that we made when we when we yeah. got married. When we in the four months that we were dating, like we said, we talked about everything except pets. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk, we about, didn't talk pets. about pets. But one of the things that we uh, talked about was divorce is not an option. Yeah, that word is not even discussed in in. We don't use it. it's not in our vocabulary. It's not in our vocabulary, and yeah. And, there's no exit ramp. That's what we no. said. There's no exit ramp. We are we are on a journey in life together. Yep. And we are gonna we are, we've merged two till, lives together. Death do us part. Until death do us part. D, the only D word is death. So either we got to kill each other or we got to keep figuring out how to go down this road together because our lives have merged and they're not gonna they're not gonna separate. We're just gonna keep going. Right. So that's you know, and we just don't even use that word. So for our son to ask our daughter that was shocking yes because we have never it was it was very it was very eye-opening to us right and we realized right then and there that one it was a stupid argument it but, was i don't even but remember, I don't remember what, what it was, it was about, about, about either emotions were running high and it was it was we were tdy we weren't sleeping well because we yep. were in a different place and there's tons of excuses but they're just excuses there's no reason for us to have behaved that way no especially not with our children in a in an efficiency right. on the base there's right. just there's just no excuse right so again um, learning to live together is an ongoing process right and if you guys are having issues learning to live together or you're wanting to um learn more about what we do please reach out to us leave find comments it, leave us leave, comments leave us comments find us at uh married by design or you can find the theclemongroup.com is our webpage. And we look forward to reach getting out. to know you guys. And uh, just reach out and find us. And until mm-hmm. next time, next time we're going to be talking about moving to the boonies. Oh, the And boonies. our parents really didn't like that. No, they did so not. Stick around if you want to find out more of who we are and where we come from and why we're still together. We'll After see you all this time. We'll see y'all next week.
Love y'all. Bye y'all. Bye everyone. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.